Renegades. Check it out. I want to let you know something. Before I had a podcast, I so badly wanted a podcast, but my brain with all of its thinking thoughts was like, you don't know how to do that. And that sounds like a lot of work. Well, guess what? It wasn't once I found out about Anchor. Anchor allows for you to record your podcast. It's super easy. You just use their platform. They distribute it to all of your other platforms like Apple, Spotify, Stitch. And um, let me tell you, one thing I did learn, there's a lot of platforms out there and you do not want to sit around taking your time uploading your episodes one by one. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone. Right now, I'm recording this from my phone. Not to mention the tools like the music, like intro music and little sound effects. Like, how fun is that? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go now. If you're at least, if you've ever thought, I want a podcast, I'm telling you, it's really this e- easy. Anchor.fm. Go to the Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm and make it happen. I did it. You can definitely do it. You are listening to Dressing Room Confessions, an intimate conversation about life in all of its glorious mess. Oh my God, that sounds so generic. Please. This is your host, Ashley Kelsch. Each week, we will be going behind the curtain and we will uncover to discover just what keeps all of us moving forward, even though we don't want to sometimes. Renegades, what is going on? I got to tell you guys, I had this genius idea that I should write a podcast about our brains on dating as if, as if I'm an expert in that. And, um, this shit has taken me a minute to compile. I'm not going to lie. And there will be several podcasts about it because, well, because our brains are very complex and so is dating. So I have a lot of information to deliver. So today we'll just consider this part one of your brain on dating. And I know you might be thinking, what does my brain even have to do with dating? Well, I'm here to tell you everything. And in order for us to come from a clear headspace when dating, it's imperative that we understand it, it being your brain. The thing is, most of you think you are approaching dating logically and that it's your feelings, or in the words of most everyone, how the other person is making you feel that needs to be addressed. Though our feelings certainly play a role, it's not as big as the one as your brain. Today I'm going to break down, in my own way, thank you very much, how your brain operates, but more importantly, some specific tools you can use to start managing your mind when dating. Now I want you to keep three things in mind. One, even if you're not dating, I recommend you stay with me. What I'm going to teach can be applied to any relationship. This is about how the brain works in general. Consider dating a metaphor and fill in the blank with your own situation or circumstance. But literally, let's face it, everyone has single friends, and who knows? You may be able to help a human out with some juicy advice. Hashtag humanity, which we all know I'm here for. Two, as you listen to me, it's important that you understand the core philosophy of my coaching work is based on the concept that your thoughts create your feelings slash emotions not the other way around. You don't have a feeling about something or someone until you have a thought about it. It is literally not possible. This concept can be hard to understand and grasp. I totally get that. 
and I will spend more time talking about it on my podcast in the future. But for now, keep that at the forefront of your brain. Your thoughts create your feelings. Three, though I'm becoming slightly obsessed with how our brains work and all the juicy parts like amygdala and basal ganglia. Okay, so I really just like to say those words because I think they sound amazing. Like just, they sound crazy, like crazy good. Anyway, I'm not here to teach you neuroscience and you're not here to learn about that. But it's imperative that you know what your brain is doing so you can get some authority over it. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that this information is going to be delivered the only way I know how to deliver anything scientific which is as simply as possible. Are you ready? Good. Let's talk about your brain and dating. So your brain basically contains two brains. Your primal brain, which operates off survival and instinct, and your prefrontal cortex, which I will refer to as your modern brain, that wants to problem solve, reason, plan, focus. These two do not necessarily work well together. Science says that when you're operating from your primal brain, your modern brain is not engaged, that they don't work together. Now this, this is a bummer. This means when you're dating and something happens that doesn't jive well with you, you'll likely react from instinct if you don't have the proper tools or skills to respond from your modern brain. And when we react from our primal brain, you can plan on heading straight to Crazy Town, USA. So let's just take a look at what a trip or a visit to Crazy Town, USA might look like. A guy doesn't call you back or cancels plans, and you start spinning out having conversations with yourself about how this is the last damn time you were talking to this motherfucker. And you get on his Instagram to see who he's been with recently and where and then you start looking at those people's Facebooks just to find out who and what is going on and you're texting your friends to follow their profiles excuse me to follow their profiles because those are blocked and of course you can't let them know it's you and no of course you're never talking to him again you've already blocked his phone number and turned on all your dating apps and you could give a fuck and then you find out that like his dog died or he was in the hospital with pneumonia you feel a sense of relief and you immediately start texting your girlfriends like covering your tracks and refollowing who you unfollowed and taking deep breaths, mm-hmm. reassuring yourself. You knew it all along. Of course he's into you. Just breathe. You're going to survive. You're not going to die today. This is your primal brain on dating. Now, before you all start talking shit about how your primal brain makes you look and act crazy, Let's talk about why your primal brain is not only necessary, but useful, dare I say, beneficial. This part of your brain lets you know when danger is lurking. To eat or you'll starve. Stay warm so you don't freeze to death. Find a person and make babies. We as humans have gotten as far as we have because our drive to survive and our instinct to live comes from the primal brain. The problem is we are not facing danger the same way we did during the cave days but our primal brain doesn't know this. Our primal brain 100% perceives dating as dangerous and is looking for all the ways to survive. I was recently talking with a client about dating and here's what she said on a thought download. He never calls me, only texts. If he liked me, he'd call. He's not the best communicator and I need communication. I have no idea how he feels about me. He doesn't really talk about his feelings. Has he ever even told me I'm beautiful? No, no, I don't think he has. I have no idea where I stand with him. He doesn't really know me that well. I mean, 
He likes making me things, but that's his love language. He makes things for everyone, not just me. Does he think I'm just like everyone else? What do we have that's special? Seems like we're just friends. Doesn't this sound like I'm his friend? Does he talk on the phone with other people? You know, he'll show me funny things on Instagram that he sends to his friends that he doesn't send to me. Doesn't he know that I think that's funny too? Oh my God, what are we doing? What am I doing? He's not into me or he would tell me. He'd use his words and he's not. He's not into me. I need someone who can communicate. Oh my God, I hate dating. I'm so bad at this. I'm never going to find the guy that knows how to communicate. Does he even exist? I'm going to be alone forever. Sound familiar? This is when I ask my clients to retell me their story, but only the facts of it. Just the facts. This story specifically, the facts might be he texts, doesn't call. Uh, he likes to make things for everybody. That can't be, that's not true because he's not ever made anything for me. <laughs> Okay, anyway, your primal brain will take an innocent thought like, he doesn't call, and make it mean you are going to be alone forever. Don't date. It's scary, and it's dangerous, and it doesn't feel good. Let's stay home and watch people date on Netflix. That's safe. That's a very safe plan, says your primal brain. The crazy thing is, our brains have forty to 60,000 thoughts a day, much like this one, and you think, because you're thinking the thoughts, that they must all be true. And they're not. The information spinning around is a combination of lessons learned from your parents, socialized beliefs, your friends, conditioned beliefs, the media, doctrine, so on and so on. Think about this right now. What is something you were told by your parents or a friend or your church youth group in regards to dating and relationships? Anything specific come to mind? I'm sure more than one thing comes to mind. Now hang in here with me. I want to give you the good news, but before I can, I need to tell you about this other teeny tiny part of your brain called the basal ganglia, which, by the way, sounds gangster as fuck. You see, your brain, your brain is all about being efficient, like hyper-efficient, and does so, does so through this structure or mass called the basal ganglia. This gang of nuclei is responsible for your physical movements, how you learn, and your emotional behavior, oh, and like output, emotional output. In an effort to streamline what we do, our brain sends information to the basal ganglia and it looks at it and it says, how can I be efficient at this? What's the best way to do this? It separates the processes that are successful from the unsuccessful. Your basal ganglia will identify what you tend to do over and over and hardwire that shit in a neural pathway so you don't even have to think twice about it. This is where your habits get tucked away. This is how you operate without thinking. Examples of this are driving to work or taking your kids to school, making your bed, brushing your teeth, opening a bottle of wine with dinner, jumping up for a washcloth after sex, checking your phone for texts. You can literally drive yourself home without thinking about it. It's actually kind of terrifying if you think about that. It's habitual behavior stored in your brain to make you efficient and use as little energy as possible to go throughout your day. You've done these things so often that you don't have to think about them anymore, which can be both amazing and not so amazing at the same time, like calling your new lover by your ex-husband's name on Christmas morning and shocking everyone in the room. Yeah, that would be your basal ganglia. 
So not only are we able to walk, drive, text, put on makeup, change a baby's diaper, all while making dinner, but we can talk to someone and think thousands of thoughts while doing it all. It saves us energy and effort. The basal ganglia doesn't only look to process input and streamline it, but it also identifies the habits or behaviors that you stop repeating on purpose or not. It turns out, if you stop doing something on the daily, like say check your phone as soon as you wake up to see if someone you've been dating has texted you yet, your neurotransmitters will eventually stop firing off about it and your brain will send the message, stop checking your phone for their texts. This is no longer useful. We don't care if we hear from him anymore. Do not repeat. Stop looking for texts from them. And it performs what's called a synaptic pruning and it plucks that habit or behavior right out of there. This requires accessing your modern brain and we are getting to that. But just know, on a very basic level, this is how you go from doing something all the time and thinking about it all the time to not, your basal ganglia. And in the same way it can alter existing neural paths, it can and it does create new ones, which if you ask me, is like the best news ever. Because contrary to old school thinking, our brains are not fixed. That who you are, how you act, what you do can change. You can learn new things, you can change your thinking. We can do this because our brains have evolved and we now have a prefrontal cortex slash the modern brain, as you've heard me say. This is the part of the brain that has evolved over time and allowed us to go from instinctive thinking to rational, deliberate, planned thinking. The modern brain, this bitch, that's where it's at. Unfortunately, she tends to hang back while you operate from your primal brain trying to survive. <laughs> Unless that is, you start spending time with her on purpose. This is going to require effort and energy. And your brain does not like to use up energy if it doesn't have to. In order to access our modern brain and develop new habits and patterns, we're going to have to think differently than we have before. We are going to have to ask questions we haven't asked before. It's important to note, any habit or behavior that you have that has an intense emotion associated with it will be harder to change. And it will not matter if it's a positive or negative emotion. Your basal ganglia sends a message, we know this feeling, it's comfortable, go here, rinse, repeat, do not think. This is where your brain is lazy, and this is why we confuse feeling something before thinking it. You are operating from patterns and habits subconsciously. You ask yourself, why does this keep happening to me? How am I here again? You will have to sit back and identify what your patterns and behaviors are, who you keep choosing and why. Where have you been programmed to go? How do you show up? This is why practicing awareness and becoming a watcher of your thoughts is crucial. When you can view your thoughts and begin to gain massive perspective to any situation simply by asking yourself, is that true? Well, where did I learn that? Who taught me that? When did I start to believe that? Do I believe that to be true for me now? You will move from spinning out in your primal brain to your modern brain just by being curious. As you start to identify these thoughts, decide on purpose if you want to believe them. If you don't, get rid of them. Make room for new thoughts. Like I said, your brain will start pruning. You will remove old pathways and create new ones. Another great practice you can develop is a thought download. If you don't have a coach to listen to you, it's okay. You can write these thoughts down and say them out loud. They may sound crazy, 
But sometimes, personally, when I hear myself say something or out loud or tell the story that's been stuck in my brain, I am shocked. Like, I can't believe that I thought what I was thinking and that I believed it. Remember the thought download I mentioned earlier? My client who couldn't find a guy who communicates, he doesn't want to call, he barely texts. Well, your higher brain, your modern brain, is thinking the same thing about you. She's just sitting back watching you thinking, damn, this girl does not know how to communicate. If she'd look at this from her modern brain up here with me, we could save ourselves so much time and energy. Like we'd not sit here wondering why this guy doesn't communicate with us and just ask him if he's into picking up the phone or not. Which your primal brain's response is screaming and hiding at the mere suggestion. You mean reach out to him? Communicate with him? Are you fucking crazy? We could die. Have you not been watching Netflix with us? Listen to me, renegades. You want to make your modern brain your best friend. But here's the deal. She will not hang out with you 24-7. Not like your primal brain. And she won't make getting the answers easier. If anything, she's a smooth operator who is going to insist you make plans with her every time. Who also takes her time. She's not interested in rushing. She's playing the long game. She requires planning on your part. She insists that you be deliberate and have focus. She will want to look at things from a different perspective and consider all the options. For example, while you and your primal brain are gossiping between the two of yourselves, thinking you have it all figured out, he doesn't call you or meet you and you're communicating needs, therefore he's not interested and you're going to be alone forever, your modern brain is sitting back compiling all the questions like, have I asked him how he prefers to communicate? Did I tell him I'm a verbal communicator? How am I communicating with him? Am I communicating with him? You likely aren't communicating with him. You and your primal brain are in this alone, keeping you safe. Your modern brain will keep asking, asking questions that require deeper introspective, and if you go there, you know what? It might be uncomfortable, but it will be very revealing. Why do I need someone to call me? What am I making it mean when he doesn't call me? Am I willing to tell people I'm dating that talking on the phone is important to me? Why or why not? Your modern brain is going to put you to work for you. She's going to take the focus off the other person and put it on you. You will not be motivated in the beginning to go here. You will have to go here on purpose, with purpose. And don't confuse her with being difficult, but instead, trusted and faithful. Do you know what? Your brain thrives here. This is what they mean about going from surviving to thriving. When you begin to access your modern brain, you will begin to shift. You will gain a different perspective than the one your primal brain has been operating from. You will have awareness. You will be able to observe how you've been showing up and decide on purpose if that's how you want to continue showing up. You will slowly start to change your habits and patterns that you didn't realize you had or felt stuck in and start creating new pathways. It's not overnight, but it's possible. To get started, you need to begin to do the following. One, start getting awareness around your thoughts. Become the watcher. Two, practice a daily thought download, five to 10 minutes. Bullet point your thoughts. Do not journal a story here. Three, separate fact from story. When you witness your thoughts or your thought download, look for the facts. What could you prove in a court of law? Four, access your higher brain to create new behaviors and make new plans. 
five, identify your patterns and behaviors by turning the light on you and away from the other person. Decide if that's how you want to continue to show up. If not, practice on purpose how you do want to. And lastly, here are some questions you could just ask yourself. What would I need to know about myself to not take dating personally? Who do I have to become to approach dating from a positive mindset? What would I need to learn about myself to be okay with getting turned down? If rejection wasn't possible, who would I ask out? If I could have any future, what would that look like? If I was the best partner, how would I behave? Okay, so next week, we'll call it part two of your brain and dating. I want to discuss the importance of setting boundaries and having priorities in place. We can really start to eliminate a lot of the noise and static, I believe, that leads to confusion and oftentimes compromising ourselves when we're very clear on boundaries and priorities. All right, I hope you guys have enjoyed today. Hit me up if you have any questions. You can call in, as you know, here on my Anchor app. And, um, and yeah, you can leave a vocal message. I can even replay those messages if you're down with that. We can keep it anonymous. I know how some of you are. All right. Stay tuned next week. In the meantime, have an awesome week. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon. That is a wrap with Dressing Room Confessions. Now listen up. I want to thank you for listening, but I have a favor. Uh, just a tiny little favor. Head on over to the Anchor app. Download that. And when you do so, send me a message. Super easy. You'll see it on the homepage of my um, podcast. What do I want to hear? Well, I want to hear if you have any questions about what we just talked about or if you have any input or if there's something that maybe you want to talk about on my podcast. That is right. Are you looking to have an intimate conversation? I'd be way into it. What I don't want to hear is any sort of like aggressive or angry or you know, creepy input you may have. If that's the case, unsubscribe and move on. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.